life on the road. It's these tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and these fights, candle flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, <laughs> drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more, missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone. One big law and order marathon. Okay, so if you so can't say anything, uh, I'll lose all that. Let's start officially. No, no, no. Well, now i got to erase that. I'll erase it in post. Yeah, all right. There you go. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, so you want to stay a little bit like, you know what we're doing today? Schubert's been here before. That's right. I've never been, no, I've never been here before. Yeah. You, you've done this before? Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, Shrug story. Jimmy, Jimmy's just like a, he's like a, he's everywhere. You're I'm omnipresent. A, I'm, all, I'm like a, fuck, I'm, uh, I'm like dog shit. I'm all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> you write that? No, no, no. no? So, 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 That's yeah. stock? Just stock, dog shit reference. Though. Yeah. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Road Stories, everybody. I am your host, Murray Valeriano, coming to you from a gorgeous Southern California day. Sure is. It's nice. Got a little surf in this morning. Did you really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't take you for a surfer. Yeah, yeah. he surfs, man. Really? Yeah. Going to head out and try and see the I stones? Too, but I was Actually, sort of, I think you told I, me that. Yeah. I surfed too, that. but I was just surfing the internet. Yeah, <laughs> I, got, I was feel, like, I was uh, just kind of feeding my little eBay addiction. Like I'll jump oh, yeah. on, I, I like to window shop on eBay. <laughs> well, I just I have to tell you, sometimes you come across some great deals. I just got a I got a Cobra plaid golf bag. I'll show it to you after the podcast for like a hundred bucks. And the lady, I said, the lady, I said, do you would would you? Uh, I said, yeah. Can I pick that up and save the shipping cost? She said, yeah. She goes, I said, I live in Stewart City. She goes, I'll be up there Thursday. I said, cool, I'll buy it from you. And she. Took it down. She brought the bag, brand new Cobra golf bag, plaid staff bag. Plaid? You, you sure you didn't have to give her money for it? No, no, no. It's uh, what do you say? It's gorgeous. I'll show it to you. It's really, really, brandy new? It, yeah, hundred bucks. Really? Obviously, she, she doesn't play golf. It must belong to somebody she knew. Because right, right. It was, I'm going. This is like this. Is, I, these same bags are going for like two sixty five online. Yeah, wow. I wrapped my five iron around a tree last time I went out. So if you see one of those on there, let me know. Yeah. yeah. Well, did you know, I talk to you about I just just the surfing thing real quick? Did yeah. I talk to you about that Laird Hamilton story and all that that I I told you? I, I yeah, do, yeah. Uh, 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 College buddy of mine, Brett Lickle. Yeah, yeah, Brett, yeah. Okay. Br- yeah okay. Laird's, uh, Laird's buddy. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. My, 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 Let's get some oh. intros here. Uh, uh, returning to the show, uh, the very funny comedian, uh, one of my favorites. You've seen him recently on uh, Two Broke Girls. Am I right? Yeah, it's the last thing I did. You know, yeah. and then in a couple of months, I'm getting ready. Tape an hour for Showtime. So oh, you are going to do Showtime? Great, yeah, we great. Do Showtime. We're doing them in Nashville in a couple months. Awesome. So it's just I'm just kind of in the process of putting all that together. And of course, my uh, my co-host is joining us today. We do a podcast ourselves called T to Grin. It's T E E number two G R I N. And uh, Jackie, I, I host with Jackie and Dennis Regan. We're all kind of like you know amateur golfers at various stages. Jackie actually plays uh, finished fourth one year in the AT and T Pebble Beach Pro Am. Uh, Dennis is out this weekend with his brothers, all the Regan brothers, yeah, yeah. Ryan and Dennis. Oh, and, and Oxville too. Yeah, I think they're, in, yeah, they're yeah. in Tennessee, I oh, think. Yeah. Tennessee. Or they do? Do they do like a so Regan Open yeah, or something? Yeah, they just go. Year trip. They oh, that's go, cool. They all play golf. All the brothers, which is great. I mean, I've done a, I've done a couple trips with my brothers. We've gone down to Ocean City, Maryland, where like you know there was probably about 25 or 30 of us and we just go out in groups of four so we play like five or six different courses oh that's but, awesome uh, but yeah so that's the podcast that me jackie and dennis do excellent and we're you know kind of golf enthusiasts but i just like you know i mean you know the podcasting world especially like comedy podcasting right. there's 
so many of them out there. So we just decided to kind of find out. Like, I know he's passionate about golf. I am as well, and Dennis is as well. And it was really kind of Dennis's brainchild. Awesome. And we all got on board with it. But it's really kind of, you know, you could listen to it with your kid on the way to the golf course. It's just oh, nice. it's actually just kind of a fun podcast. We had Jim Fuhrer call in, Nancy Lopez, a yeah, yeah. famer. We had uh, Billy Horschel. Bill, Billy Horschel. Jason who, Gore. Just one, Jason Gore. I mean, you know, we got a couple other things lined up, but it's comedians, actors, and golf, and professional PGA Tour players that play, that play golf and have great golf stories so it's a lot of fun to talk to them about the different things awesome that sounds great uh this is uh, jimmy schubert and jackie flynn joining us today um <clears throat> from the t to grin podcast uh i just spoken i met speaking of golf i met jackie kind of a small world we met on we did a hidden camera prank show like a, pi- a pilot presentation pilot presentation thing, right? for, for zoo, uh, zoo, uh, zoo productions zoo productions yeah sure. uh for a network i don't yeah. I didn't, did we sign disclosures? Are we allowed to talk about it? I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know. I think we signed something, well, so we're not going to talk about no, it. Well, you can talk about it. I don't want to hear about it. Well, no, we just, <laughs> it's just a, they're doing a pilot presentation for this. Uh, for, like, like, yeah. It was just like, like a prank, candy camera. Prank, prank, yeah. Candy camera. And, uh, yeah, yeah. It was fun. And uh, it turns out that Jackie's uh, done a couple Fairly Brothers movies. How many Fairly Brothers movies have you been? Uh, probably about 12 of them or something. Yeah, yeah. 10 or 11. I don't even know. I'll be honest. You'd think I would know, but it's like kind of like blended. Queen, maybe I think about eight or nine, maybe. maybe King and Queen episodes. Uh, and uh, but uh, I know you, I think you're getting at uh, yeah yeah you, you know your wife yeah 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 Mary. he knows yeah. he knows my wife Mary who uh, costume designed uh, Dumb and Dumber yeah and you were also in that Kevin James uh, movie the Here Comes the Boom and Here Comes uh, the Boom Mall oh, Cop. Yeah. Were you in Mall Cop were you, you were, no why, I don't I, I I think I, you were in Mall I, Cop I, I, no, you've on, been on a kind of King of Queens I've been on a bunch of yeah, King of Queens yeah, I haven't yeah, been in yeah. any uh, Kevin's movies I but, you were. but uh, I gotta tell you I really love that Here Comes the Boom I, yeah, it was, I, 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 I love the message of it and I know it's PG-13 it's family entertainment we go well you know I go look I know what he's trying to do he's got kids he's trying to do family entertainment yeah, yeah. I think it's a great thing I, yeah. you know I, you know, it's it's actually kind of tougher probably to do that but I, I, I mean you know Kevin's actually one of those guys who's transferred successfully into film from mm-hmm. TV because some guy Ray Romano hasn't been able to do that but yeah, yeah. Kevin's yeah. done it quite successfully oh I don't knock any yeah. of those movies he does yeah, no, look, no, no, no. family entertainment that's yeah, say yeah. he learned something about that movie uh, and I, I, he didn't really go into detail but I, I think what he was getting at is that people were a little confused because they had martial arts in it, you know, like ultimate fighting. So you'd think, oh, it must be violent, but yeah, it's a family PG movie. So they were a little confused, I think. I think he said he learned like about like how you can maybe promote it differently or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, you way to market it. Didn't, it, market it didn't do it. as well as it should have done. And everyone that's seen it like to a person so I said, that was a great movie. I, I don't know why that movie yeah. came in one so quick. You I, know? Did, I, I thought the performance was by Boz Rutten. I thought his brother Gary did a great job. Oh, you were great in it too. Yeah. And your wife, Nikki, played, yeah. Nikki plays the, she plays the... Uh, Opposite Henry Winkler. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Oh, cool. I I loved it. I, I gotta tell you, I loved it. I, you know, I was I was a big fan of that movie. Oh, awesome! I liked it so. That Buzz Rudin, I don't, I know nothing about UFC, but yeah. I. I uh, well, he's one of the pioneers. That yeah, guy was, uh, he's was, a nice guy yeah, and, and an animal. Nice. Well, you know what's so funny? The funny thing is, all those guys are. We did a King of Queens episode. It was Randy Couture, it Rand Page Jackson, Dan Hendricks. I mean, these guys are all like there was a yeah. whole big fight scene we had to do. This. <laughs> <laughs> these guys were the nicest. Oh, that's cool. Guys. And, you know, Randy Couture is in a guy. So I said, well, you know, most people sit on a couch and eat, like, bags of potato chips. I said, what do you do? He goes, I, I just eat a bag of spinach. You know, but, I mean, <laughs> so they don't think it. I mean, but, I, I mean, you know, it's, it's amazing. And I've met him in Vegas a couple times. Yeah. He's yeah. a super nice guy. I asked uh, Boss Rutten when I met him, you know, years ago. I said, Boss, I said, how many guys, like, you know, I was with me and maybe Gary. Like, how many guys, like, our size can you take at once? You know, <laughs> like, to rush you, you know? Right. He goes, well, I'll tell you what, Jack. He goes, I beat up five bar- uh, bouncers, not regular guys, bouncers in Sweden. Sweden. I, I, he was—he's he's Swedish, I believe. Uh, yeah. Bob, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. 
He beat up five bouncers in Sweden. He goes, I put three of them in the hospital. Holy crap. And I'm thinking, these are bouncers. I mean, not, yeah. not like guys like my size. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's just really you know, Those guys, guys right? like Boss Fruit, it's like... It's like say, like you, you know. It's like comparing your Camry that you drive to one of those NASCAR cars. Yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, you go. It's apples like you, and oranges. There's, yeah. there's, it's apples and oranges. I mean, yeah. that car has doesn't weigh as much. It's I like mean, us to a golf, a pro golfer. Yeah, yeah. It's you like I mean? it's like you, you know, you buy a set of clubs and the uh, big five sporting goods. Yeah. <laughs> those guys on tour aren't playing with them. Those staffs are designed. Those heads. Yeah. They got lead tape on the bottom of those clubs. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and you know, they got. The, the, I mean, exactly. So it's it's the same thing. It's different. So you got guys like Baz Rudin and these bouncers who. Are like pretty good at street fighting. Yeah, you come yeah. against a guy like Boz Root. Yeah. He's in a right. He's got two of them down before they even know what happened. Yeah. Like, Wait a minute. We just lost Jerry and Mike. We're <laughs> <laughs> about three. And those three are scared shitless. You just yeah. took down Jerry and Mike. Yeah. Those top. We're the two down. biggest guys. Now, now it's me and Bob. But there goes Bob. Bob yeah. sneezes out. And that's just me. And, and you I'm, run. And I, just, and I can't run with a fucking pants full of shit. I can't get myself. Go easy on me. I mean, a guy like that. But he, yeah. again, nicest guy. Couldn't be nicer. I mean, I mean you all, know. all those guys. Yeah, yeah. All those guys have seen because I think they know. And they also, I think it's almost like kind of like shooting fish in the barrel. And it's like when some guys, yeah, okay, buddy, you're a tough guy. I think they actually try to avoid it, obviously. And, and you know, unless, well, you, you, know, I, unless I, you actually hit him or something, right. I, I think they'd walk and away. I, and you I know? talked to Joe Rogan. You uh, don't know how lucky you are. You yeah, know? Yeah. I talked to Joe Rogan at like the improv a couple months ago, and he was telling me about, like, you know, he goes, it's just, and he does such a great job at the UFC. Yeah, I mean, Joe for being does a great, great comedian, yeah. and he does such a great job with that. But he goes, now people, like, you know, they want to come up and they want to, like, you know, prove themselves by you. Well, that was one of me because I don't follow that UFC, but that, like, like being out on the road, I've noticed there's, you know, it's huge. Everybody loves it. And yeah. it seems like the people who follow it are D-bags. Yeah. But yeah. like Boz is such a nice yeah. guy. It's Well, you know, the thing is they built that brand. I mean, I can't tell you the last time I got excited about a heavyweight boxing match. I haven't. Yeah. Right. Well, it's almost excited. boring compared to the UFC. Yeah, I'm not a big UFC guy either, but it is now like watch bo- boxing. And I'm like, Jesus. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it really is. So so they've built that brand real well. And Joe's been there since the beginning. And Joe happens to be, a, you know, a martial artist himself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kickboxing. Kind of married his passion. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but he told me he said some guys come out there and they want to kind of like you you said the whole following's gonna go cut some d bags or whatever but they want to kind of like prove themselves yeah, yeah. via you yeah. and it's like you know a guy like Joe you know you, I can't get you can't get involved in that you, yeah. you'll, you'll you'll kill somebody yeah, I was yeah. talking to, to you'll get point, sued I was talking to uh, Kevin Millar. You Some know. people may set you up to do that. Get sued. Kevin yeah, yeah. Millar, Kevin Millar the baseball player for the yeah. Red Sox. I remember mm-hmm. Kevin Millar. Yeah. And, you know, we were talking, and because uh, uh, Todd Zeal had once told me how, like, they've been, you know, sometimes they have these little seminars that, you know, they get uh, kind of how to handle stuff, you know, like the media and how to handle people in a bar. Like, in other words, you can get a, a fight in a bar, like like Kevin says, you're at a bar, and they tell you what, like, some guy can be, hey, Millar, you, I could hit better than you. Like, whatever. Okay, buddy. You know, I mean, you, you have to learn how to, because there's always going to be some potato head, you know, that's going to want to try to goad you into a fight, maybe get in sue you or something like that. Yeah, yeah well, that, so, well, that's, that's what it's like. You know, I'll take the black guy and the broken nose and the broken jaw, but I'm going to suit a guy for a hundred grand yes. and play the blue collar lottery. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of the lottery, someone just hit that that damn uh, that power, power ball. ball? Huh? How much? Yeah, was that? I missed. I missed 590 million. 590 million. I'm Zephyr Hills, Florida. Yeah, 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 but, Publix. But after taxes. Oh yeah, yeah after taxes. Yeah, you can have it. Yeah, by the time you're paying the taxes, you end up with a ham you know, sandwich. You know, it's so funny. I missed it by six numbers, Jack. Yeah. I just oh, missed it by six God. numbers. You know what? Next time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? The odds are like one one hundred and seventy-five million to one or something like that. Yeah, you, gotta, you have a better chance of like getting struck by lightning while getting eaten by a great white shark. <laughs> and so you got, a, I mean, you got a better chance of getting hit in, hit in the ass with lightning while holding a winning lottery ticket. There you go. 
<laughs> oh, you get a better chance. The guy said of getting in a car accident on the way to the lottery. I'm thinking, uh, you know, get to buy the ticket. My luck, I'd win it and get hit in a car accident on the way out. You right, know, and die. Right. And, and the guy that hit you would uh, take off because he didn't have insurance, and the ticket would come down and float down and land on his windshield and get stuck underneath his windshield wiper, <laughs> yeah. hey, and he would drive right in and cash it while you were out there going. That's just my luck. Yeah. You got I, shitty oh, luck, Jack. Bad luck. You got bad luck, buddy. Bad luck. I would have no luck. As they <laughs> Where uh. uh the listeners know of Jimmy Schubert because they've been on here. Be- he's been on here before. But uh, where did you get your start, Jack? I started in Boston in uh, 1987. Yeah, in, uh, in back Boston. when he started, there weren't subs and punchlines like these kids have today. Jackie had to jump on the audience and tickle people. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, was so before it was really comedy. This comedy boom took off. It was, More of a performance art. It was performance art. <laughs> we were doing it. But I, uh, I actually, my actual first time on stage was uh, years before that at the University of Miami in Florida. I went to college, and my oh, buddies okay. talked me into going up on this. They had a talent night. And it wasn't just comedians. It was like a guy playing a piano, someone playing a violin, yeah, someone yeah. with some puppets. And, you know, and I did some stand-up. And I you know, didn't know what I was doing, really. But my buddies, come on, you're funny. You go up there and do it. And so they kind of goaded me into it. And I did it. And I, looking back on it now, there was like 400 drunken college kids at the University of Miami Ratskeller, it was called at the time. It's, it's long gone now, the pub there. Ah, the Ratskeller. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't relish that gig now as a professional, never mind <laughs> doing it as a rank amateur. You know, So I, I did that. And then I just started thinking about comedy for And then you went time. back to Boston. You went back to went Boston. Back to Boston. I started thinking about Boston it. Boston has yeah. a Great comedy uh, pedigree. Great scene there. I mean, well, no, yeah, Boston, yeah. I mean I, you know, I've been, I've been to Boston a couple times. A comedy scene in Boston. I mean, yeah. and a lot of guys have come. I mean, Joe Rogan came out there, yeah. but Burr. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, it's, uh, Bobcat Goldthwait yeah. did yeah, some yeah. time there. I mean, Steve uh, Stephen Wright, Kevin yeah. Meany, Lenny uh, Clark. I mean, yeah. they're all. Yeah. I mean, all those guys. All Jackie, those guys Flynn. Are, Jackie Flynn. Jackie <laughs> Flynn. Well, they're all world class guys. I mean, yeah. you know, Dennis Leary, David Cross, Janine Garofalo, believe it or not, and Mark Maron, Eddie Brill, Mark Maron. I know a lot of guys spent some time. It was, it was such great. It kind of drew people because of the fact that it had such great area that audiences. Obviously, it's all colleges and bars there uh-huh. in Boston. So uh, no, it was great. I did Nick's downtown. Nick DiPaolo, another Nick. Yeah, oh, Nicky, yeah, 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 yeah Nicky DiPaolo. Nick. So yeah. uh, Kevin Flynn. Okay, yeah, uh, the, that that comedy scene in Boston is. Just, it's just got a really good pedigree. I mean, yeah, yeah, for sure. There and and, yeah. and and I know San Francisco does as well. Mm-hmm. Chicago thing, has yeah. a scene, but there's there was a few cl- the few places. Like Boston, that, that have that kind of where you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It seems like Boston has had it though. Like it seems like Chicago just kind of comes up in spurts with yeah. new guys. But it seems well, like constant. Yeah, but I got I got news for you. I don't know if that's the case. Was, I mean, it was for a long time, and yeah. I go back to once in a while. And I, you know, I can't really speak to the, the fact that you know whether or not it's the same quality or caliber of comic. But I know for a while it kind of dipped down a little because it was a lot of the guys left town and. Uh, you know, they didn't have anyone to learn. Like I was lucky; I had to, I got got to learn from some of these thank great God Larry, guys. Thank God, Larry Miles stayed back there. Larry Miles to hold down the fort. There there's Larry a Miles. there's a name there's a name that uh, you, you would know. But yeah. that's hilarious. I'm surprised you know Larry Miles. Uh, Larry, yeah. me and Larry yeah. did some gigs. We yeah, did a gig. Guy. We did coconuts. We used to do these coconuts. We went to, yeah. we went to the yeah. bar. Uh, they had a place in uh, where was it? It was in uh, the Cayman Islands. Oh yeah, sure. Oh, really? I remember that. Yeah, and you would go to the Cayman Islands for like three weeks. Yeah, for like a hundred bucks. But you're in the Cayman Islands. They would fly. Well, you would make a little bit of money, yeah, but, yeah. but it wasn't like, you know, it's Cayman Islands, so it's, yeah. uh, it's British money, really. Yeah, yeah. And, and you were over there, but there was a lady there that used to run this dive shop. Uh, Joanne, uh, God, what was her name? But, but she would uh, she would say, "Hey, she loved comedy. Was big fans of comedy." And I was I wanted to get certified. She goes, "Well, I'll certify." She goes, "You meet me on the beach. We meet her on the beach at like six o'clock, six thirty morning. We'd help her load up the boat, yeah. and we go out with them. And she let us. And if you did that, you help her load and unload. You get two free dives a day. And then they would do night dives. Oh, she cool! Certified me. And I'm telling you, I had some, time, of the, yeah. some of the best diving in the world down there. But then they had sure. tennis courts. I mean, I've done that gig a couple times with some, you know, yeah. Greer Barnes. I've done it with. Uh, 
Danny Bevins. I like Greer. I like Danny. I'm too. actually trying to get that damn. I just did a I worked a cruise ship not too long ago, and I stopped in the Bahamas, and I went. I wanted to work at that Atlantis. You know, they got a comedy club in yeah. there, and uh, I want to be able to maybe bring the family there. It'd be a great little vacation. You know, yeah. obviously you don't do it for the money. They sure, sure. Pay a lot of money, but uh, I'm trying to actually. I made a note for myself. I go. I'm trying to. I've got some names. It turns out it's owned by someone else. That's you know not part of the. Comedy no, no, club. no, no. It's uh, it's, it's a creative gig. Well, now now it's a comedy zone or something like that. Yeah, it's a comedy yeah, zone. Yeah, yeah. Guy, uh, Dan zone. Heffron, maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. you want to say. John, John, like John Heffron. John, no, not John. Dan. Not a John Heffron. No, Dan, yeah, Dan. Brian Heffron. Brian. Brian. Heffron. Yeah. Is it Brian or Dan? Yeah, Brian. Okay, Brian books a gig. And it's I met him once in Knoxville. Two weeks though. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to do that if if I you know you know that guy. I know Brian. I know right. Brian. Jimmy knows yeah. everybody. I got to get, yeah, yeah, I gotta get some numbers him. from you then. Yeah, yeah. I, I know everybody. Bro, he spent a lot, enough time around his business. But I, I speaking of cruise ship, I I couldn't. I I don't want to say the. I couldn't do the. I don't know that I could get on the boats now. I, Why? I don't even know if I could get a gig on the lifeboat. Why? Why? Because my act. I'm very aggressive. Yeah, but you can do a dirty. They have the the. the uh, and plus, you leave your phone have, on you know, during shows, and, and they they hate that. But they, you know, they have uh, <laughs> mine is uh the, the, not the one. But I know one of them, the the Oasis of the Sea and the Allure, which I have not worked yet. They have actual comedy clubs in there. Which is uh, no, you no. Know I mean, you can do actual. You worried about your act being not clean enough? You saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, well they, they, they don't right, have, they, they have, do have actual a... comedy clubs on them. Now they do. Yeah. And, then, and some of those guys, I see them at the, you see them run like the comedy store. And I, I don't want to say the guy's a boat act. I had to take two Dramamine just to get through this whole set. <laughs> yeah, Come on, no, nah, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. nice. But you don't have to be as clean as as you used to be on on, no. on boats because no. now they have actual clubs. No, they do have actual clubs, and actually, yeah. they, you know, you, you can go like, what am I going to do? I, I go to Knoxville for a week. I, I can go to do the boat. It's the same thing. It doesn't make a difference. I was talking. I was talking to a comic in the green room at the ice house who just got off like a six-week run and and, I can't do and he was like yeah and i had to do different i had to do different shows every night and he's like i came up with two hours of new material and we're like oh that's cool as soon as he walked out every comic i was like bullshit yeah right i come up with two hours of new material and unfortunately it belongs to you guys yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> you know because uh, i mean you know uh, yeah, yeah all's fear and love war and cruise ship yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right <laughs> international waters it's anybody's he, act he's a thief he's been banned to performing on water only <laughs> you can no longer perform on dry land <laughs> but uh yeah it's it's not something i want to do a lot of i tell you that i i, I can do it once in a while and yeah. I, I actually i just want to do it because i want to keep my hand in it just in if it, a it fills in some holes in the schedule once in a while and for me if i could take my family a couple times a year it'd be great that's you know what i was mean? starting that's, that's what i was looking like into when i had a kid i'm like all right you know i'll start maybe you know clean it up a little bit and i'm not too dirty anyway well, I, yeah. but my wife's like i'm not getting on a yeah, boat but you know there's a whole you know the thing is there's a whole <laughs> all those spates of that's of all those actions. Yeah, well, there's, yeah. uh, there's a whole international comedy circuit out there that I've just I've been kind of discovering mm-hmm. because uh, I do not want to, I, I don't know that I do well on the boats, nor do I want to go on the boats. Uh, if I had my druthers, I'm, I may have to at some point. Sure. But, uh, you know, I, I went to Israel. I went over to Israel to do some shows. Oh, great. For Avi Lieber- oh, it was at Avi Lieber and show? Yeah, yeah. Tell us did. a little bit about that because well, we've had Avi well, on that there. That was great, man. It was great. Avi does this thing twice a year. They raise a lot of money. When we were there, I was with Dwight Slade and Butch Bradley, and we raised over. That's a great lineup. Uh, yeah, and we raised over $40,000 for uh, the charity. They, they broke records, but they put us up in a great hotel. Mm-hmm. They flew us over business class, and I had the time of my life. Awesome. I, I mean, uh, you know, I went to the Wailing Wall. We toured the, you know, the whole. Yeah, I'd like to do oh, something like that. Yeah. yeah. And, and, I, and I think it was because I was with Butch and I was with Dwight. We had so much fun. Yeah. I mean, to this day, it's, it's probably one of my favorite trips. Just oh, that's I, great. Because I was with, uh, even Avi, we just had so much fun. We had great food. We drank great. Is well. that what Dennis is doing right now, or yeah, is it something that's where my buddy Dennis is yeah he's over there now doing that and all you gotta do is do 20 minutes clean really 20 minutes clean and the first so what'd you do then 
<laughs> he did the guy from I, the Boats Act. I, 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 you I, take I, 20 minutes of his two and a half I, hour act? I, I say, I, how long is it you chill a monkey with a bed broken foot? But how does he fly? How long does it take him? You know what? Any situation like that, you welcome to any of my no. bits. <laughs> now, that's a real headline. You get through it. Listen, you get, you get stuck it. in a situation, you welcome to any of my bits. Okay, who knows? Just, just don't do it on television. Just don't do it on television. <laughs> Look, you're doing a one-nighter in Ishkabibble, I'm never going to do it. Go ahead and knock yourself out. Now, all, man. so I did that, and, and it was great. And we, I, you know, I, and I was supposed to go with two other comedians. I'm not going to say their names, but they kind of backed out last mm-hmm. minute because they were firing uh, missiles. Sure. And it yeah. was a little hairy, but I was going over there. I really just wanted to go and do the Stations of the Cross, and I want to go kind of more of a religious yeah. pilgrimage yeah, yeah. for me. Sure. You know, and and I didn't realize how great the gig was going to be. I mean, you get up in the morning. Did you, you do get, all that, the Stations of the Cross? Did you see all that? Yeah, I didn't realize that Jesus stopped between the 10th and 11th Station of the Cross and got a fresh pomegranate juice and a T-shirt. And a Slurpee. Oh, really? And a Slurpee, no. <laughs> but uh, you, don't, you don't know, but, but it, no, it was great. It was powerful. It was visceral. I felt it. They had this, you know, when they took his body off the cross, the last four Stations of the Cross are inside the heart. Church of Holy Sepulchre, and it's pretty fantastic. Oh, oh, I really? didn't know that. I didn't know that either. And I'm yeah, a preacher's kid. And I, I didn't always know thought that. that this, it was on Calgary. Uh, well, we, no, but, but it, it is. But they built the church around these. I mean, because oh, they built the church afterwards. I, I understand. Well, okay, the, so it wasn't the, like those actual them, yeah. to protect them. And it's funny, the guy who has the front. Th- the front keys to the door is Muslim. The guys who run the the tomb of Christ are or Greek Orthodox. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so yeah, many yeah. Fat religious factions involved in this. Oh yeah, that yeah. it's like it's a now you understand like you know the politics of the Middle East. And if you go into Jerusalem, you go in Old Town. There's all these little stores right next to each other that sell the same exact thing. You go, you figure you guys would break it up a little bit. Right? <laughs> Look, yeah, yeah. If I get a set of rosary beads at this guy, or I can get them from here, or I can get them from the next guy. It's crazy, but yeah. it really was a great trip. I uh, had a lot of fun. The people were great. And yeah. They were so appreciative that you came over there. That was the thing to me. As like after the shows, we would do a question and answer period on stage, which was like my favorite part of the show. Then we would come down and everybody would come out and shake your hand and go, mm-hmm. thank you so much. How many shows would you do? We did like, we did, we were there for nine days. We did uh, probably eight shows. We did two in one night. So we did seven days and of shows. And can you do the same show? Different, yeah, different yeah, people yeah, all the time? No, okay, once, yeah. once you do it. But, and obviously, if you're a real comedian, you're over there, you're observing stuff. Yeah, yeah. Come up a couple of minutes. You're writing two and a half hours of yeah, new yeah, Jewish so material. Yeah, easy. Two and a half hours yeah, yeah. of Jewish stuff. Yeah, yeah. Simple. No, you only got to do 20 minutes. So you write 10 minutes of Jewish stuff and then you're good. Just yeah. do your other 10 plain minutes. <laughs> do your chicken omelet bit. I was doing. But, uh, but, but, but the people were really great. The thing I liked about it was how appreciative they were that you came over. Yeah. And, how, and they were just really well behaved, polite audiences. And were there like, kids in the audience? Is that yeah. why I had to be clean? Was it yeah, kids? Yeah, or well, they just, some, yeah. yeah some, of, some of them were. But they're, no, but they're just very religious. Yeah, people. it's a religious yeah. show. To me, to yeah. me it's like, it feels like it was like 1975. I really liked it because we're sitting in Ben Yehuda Street mm-hmm. in downtown Tel Aviv. We're sitting at this great cafe. They brought us a great bottle of wine out. We're having a couple of them. They're playing jazz music from the 40s, from like, you know, uh, the Bill Evans trio. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Stuff going. It was cool. It just felt, people were walking hand in hand, riding bikes, mm-hmm. walking dogs. It's, I got to be honest, it seemed like it was 1975. It just seemed, it was such a mellow vibe. That's yeah. so cool. cool and so peaceful. I was like, wow. 75, cool. that's when you said you got started, right? 87, yeah. That's close. 78, you transposed it. Yeah, yeah. I felt like it was in Paris in the 40s, even though I've never <laughs> yeah. been in Paris in the 40s. But it's like, you no, watch a lot of that Mad Men or something. No, no, it just, it just reminded me of, of a simpler time. Oh, that's cool. It, was, it just yeah. reminded me of a simpler time is all I'm saying. I haven't heard and, anybody say anything bad about that trip. Obvi's got a yeah. good thing going. No, yeah. it's i got to get no, a hold of Obvi. No, I'm not doing something like that It's a great thing. And, you know, and obviously who you go with makes a big difference. But now I'm going to China in June. I'm going over to, I'm doing Beijing. And then I'm going to do six nights in Shanghai. 
guy, and it's all expats. It's all ex-Americans, oh, yeah, cool. ex-English, ex-Scottish uh, people. They're all huge fans of American comedy. Mm-hmm. My friend Ruben Paul just got back from it. He said it was great. He goes, it's a, you know, you, you travel over there. It's obviously it's like twelve or yeah, fourteen yeah. hours. He goes, but then you, uh, you know, but once you're there, he goes, you get the night, you just chill out, and then uh, you know you do a show in Beijing, and in Beijing, and then you got the Forbidden City, and you got the Great Wall of China. Yeah, yeah. So you probably Sunday you get up early and go do that, and then Monday you probably fly out to uh, Shanghai, and then you start Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then fly back on Sunday. And it's actually, uh, I'm really pretty excited about no, it because for awesome. me, at this point in my career, uh, I'm discovering this international comedy market, nice and to travel too, like and that. it's nice to travel. And those passport stamps, it's like you know, getting to see the world with yeah, yeah. You know, it's like the military without the push-ups. You know, <laughs> jokes will travel, but you know, I, I mean, for this point in my life, I, I really do want to see the world. I yeah, mean, I've been to Ireland, I've been to South Korea, I've been to Afghanistan, the Middle East, Doha, Qatar, all those places doing shows for the for for the those shows you do with USO. Mm-hmm. We're in you know South Korea for three weeks, and, and uh, for me, it's like yeah, and this is what I want to you know, I like it's one of the perks. Every couple every couple of years, you take a couple of these like international trips. But in lieu of doing some of the cruise ships, I, w- I wouldn't mind going. I mean, yeah. I know they got a big comedy yeah, yeah. scene in Amsterdam and, and yeah, Sweden yeah. and some yeah. of those things, and, and a lot of people actually speak English over there. So it's yeah, that's great. That's what I'm looking to do. That's yeah, what I think yeah. I'm going to do for the next couple of years. Aside from you know, Jack, you do a lot of uh, corporates, don't you? I do, yeah. I yeah. mean, I uh, I try to. I mean, yeah, face yeah. of famine, you know how that is. You know, I guess I'm thinking about. I don't think I've ever really talked about corporates on uh, the yeah. show too much. Tell us a little bit yeah. about what goes on with those. Uh, well, uh, except for we talked about the Hitachi one. It's I hard. At. You know what it is? It, it's always <laughs> usually you have to do a clean. You know what I mean? Yeah. For the most part, unless sometimes you want, and you can't win really because a lot of times the guy will hire you and uh, he'll say, "Oh, you got to be really clean," and, and you do the show. And then the CEO comes up and he says, hey, why the fuck are you so clean? You know, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, you're yeah, like, oh, well, because we well, the guy that hired me didn't want you to fire him. So you can't really, you know, but I did one for Intel, for instance, and it was like 850 people in a, in a, in a convention center there in Vegas. Mm-hmm. It was in, uh, I want to say, the Venetian. And uh, it's it, it, they had me go on. It was I had to run all my stuff by um, HR. Right. And uh, it was fine, you know, material. And they approved it. And did I, you literally have to just... Yeah, I mean, it was, it was really? this was a, the first time I ever really had to do anything that, like, you know, meticulously. Like, yeah. and then I do this, and I say this word. And I actually ran everything by him. And, and, and good thing, too, because... I, and first of all, it's 9.30 in the morning. I mean, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, and, and Vegas. Can you think yeah. of a more hungover or horrible <laughs> crowd? And, and they're all techies. They had their laptops on their laps and their coffees. You know, I'm hitting the punchline. They're like, just kind of like, like going, ah, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, half asleep <laughs> and hung over, and and I had to do. It was nine thirty in the morning, literally. But I, in one of my jokes, I say balls. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the word balls, like for you know, for for genitals. And, and uh, uh, one woman out of eight hundred and fifty, of course, wrote a letter. I didn't appreciate. It. Like, like, what do you live in a cave? You don't right. get cable TV. That that's the the battle you pick. But I was fine because I already ran it by HR. The HR person might have gotten some kind of heat. But I said, you know, you can't dictate policy. Uh, from one stiff out of 850 people. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, you yeah, know what? You, you know, know the other thing is, too, is you expect it. Like, if you're hiring me, you've gone to my website, you looked at my video, you see what I do. So, obviously, you hire Jimmy Schubert. You get Jimmy Schubert. And I did a corporate for Absolute Vodka, and mm-hmm. it was 500 liquor salesmen. Yeah, and, that, and then you can do your yeah, regular, then, regular you nightclub set. That's gotta, great. I, yeah. That's I, a dream gig. I, that's a dr- I got a standing ovation at a corporate, which yeah, was like that. Unheard but, of. But, but I actually did another corporate for this car dealership up in Vegas. My buddy booked it, and he did so bad in front of me. He did so bad in front of me that I didn't have to go on. Really? Yeah, he goes, yeah, you know, we're just going to... I said, why did you start with the shittiest guy? And I, you know, it's, it's funny because corporates... You know, here's the thing. A lot of people think, oh, I'm going to do a corporate. It's like a comedy club. No, it's not like different. a comedy club. Yeah. It's much different. 
Yeah. It's a much different gig. It's a different skill set. You know, yeah. you asked me. Uh, you know, yeah. so funny. And I and I did one for uh, you know the, yeah. the, the this finance company mm-hmm. up and all these bankers and stuff like that. And the guy saw me, saw me at this club. He goes, "This kid's great." He goes, "No." He goes, "I want you to do your act." I said, "You know, I'm because I'm I'm a little educated." No, no, they'll 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 get it. And eventually, you know, you get on board and you, you, they they get on board with it a little bit. But it took a little bit to get them. Yeah, on. sure. It's like you have to uh, when you asked about what it's like. You have to learn. You have to almost be your own opener, your own middle, and you know, and then be the yeah, headliner too. Yeah. So you have to learn. You know, you kind of learn how to like kind of ease in. It was very difficult. And mm-hmm. I tell you, I've done a couple. I think Jimmy and I might have talked about this not too long ago. I've done a couple recently that I swear to God, I remember saying to myself as I'm on stage, going, "Wow, two or three years of less experience, and I'm going down in flames here." I oh, mean, really? Like, I mean, I just, I just have. And you've been at it for a while. I mean, okay, I've been here before. Okay, the sun's going to come up tomorrow. You know, you're yeah, really yeah. talking yourself down. Going, okay, oh, yeah. You know, and, and, and you get these people like you know with their arms folded and like, oh my god. You I, you know, you know the, it's a funny thing is then you start to make fun of them. Yeah, and you start, and they, they bit, you know, up a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. Right, you almost have to be your own open. Yeah, your own it's, it's a different skill set. It really is, and you know, it's not for the faint of heart, and it's also not like uh, I did one recently where they had me at this fashion show thing, mm-hmm. and they had like literally a runway, like that's you know where the models walk down, and and the people sitting on each side of it, almost like a Vegas showroom where they're down in a pit kind of, and you're yeah. above. Yeah. And I'm up there, and it's like two in the afternoon. You know, yeah, what yeah. Mean? And these it's like twelve year old kids. And, but I gotta be honest. God, it's just sometimes it's brutal. You, you can't beat the money, though. No, the money. <laughs> as I'm doing it, and as I'm going down in flames, sometimes, or at least working, you know, sweating my ass off, I'm thinking, okay, look, this is ten grand, you know. Yeah, yeah. So the checks over. Yeah, 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 exactly. And, and so you know, and I've even said that, hey, folks, I've already been paid, so you know, you can laugh. Right. If you don't want, you know, I, you know, I don't care at this point. Well, sometimes yeah. you get to the point where, and I, and I think sometimes if you make fun of them, how like you know uptight they are, they actually start yeah. to loosen up a little bit. So yeah, so Jackie's right. You're almost going to start slow, yeah, and then you hit a point, you get them on board, then you kind of do like you're, you. Yeah, yeah. You kind of figure it out over after yeah. doing a but bunch of them. You, know take, you mean? take them to the feature, the feature portion of it. And yeah, then yeah. You kind you of drop ease into them. And then if and you then, win them over, then you can be a little more risque. You know, if once that got, once you, yeah, it's like anything. Once you got them, you know what I mean. But at the same token, you also, I want to be invited back. I want to be invited back. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't want to be uh, because that's the gig. You know, the you gig wanna... is getting the gig over and over again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I did a, I did a. Uh, I did the uh, Oakmont Country Club. They did yeah. the SWAT, their annual member yeah. member uh, guest uh, tournament. I and I did it two years in a row. Mm-hmm. Is that Philly, right? No, it's oh, in Jersey. P- it's in Pittsburgh. It's in Pittsburgh. Oakmont Country Club. Oakmont. Oh yeah, that's yeah, where yeah, they had the, the uh, open. They got the, yeah, the U.S. Open, open there yeah, in yeah, 2016. Yeah, yeah. But the guys were so great, and and they flew me. I flew in a day early. I got up in the morning. And I golf with these guys. Dave nice. Pure, the Pure of us. So we go out and golf. And he goes, Hey, give me a. If, if we got a pool. I gave to do forty bucks. And uh, you know, and the pulley, at the end of it, he hands me 147. He goes, "Yeah, boom." That was the first year I made an additional 147 on top of the gig, which yeah, was yeah. nice. Yeah. This year, this year uh, we did it. Oh, you hit big time. You told oh, me. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I I made we made almost like a thousand dollars a piece. Same pool, 40 bucks. Really? Yeah. We got the only skin. That's sweet. We, 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 we were in the top three. Well, I mean, the way that I mean, it was a giant pool. I don't even know how to calculate it. It was yeah, so yeah. massive. But you can win money like six to one. We got the only skin on the course. He goes, "I think we made about a thousand a guy." And sure enough. Bang, dude walks up, gives me a thousand bucks. Plus, I got my check. For nice. <laughs> you, know, you guys are fantastic. Thank you. And a bless. And I love those guys. I mean, you know, they, they come in there. They, the minute I landed, they had me come over. They fed me a nice yeah. steak. Yeah, yeah. They're so, I mean, we, you know, the, the, the one thing about like doing those gigs is people are so. So nice. They, mm-hmm. they really, you know, you really feel like you're in kind of show business looking out rather than outside looking in. Yeah. And sometimes at a comedy club, you can feel like, you know, these people don't care about the show. They don't care yeah. about anything. They just want to flip this out. It's like kind of that the, yeah. like comedy club start that that corporate feel. And it's like you just feel yeah. like, a, yeah. you know, like a cog in the wheel. And, and, you know, it really is at the end of the day. It's art. 
you know it is art. Yeah. So you, you need to care about the show a little bit. You ever do? I've done. And a, that's the only. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was gonna say I've done cor- uh, a lot of corporates in the clubs themselves, sure. oh, as yeah. opposed to a, a yeah. conference. And that's room. a little bit better. But but like Jimmy said, it's art in the sense that it's funny because not to compare what we do as comedians. You know, I guess we're artists. You right. know, and they call Subway sandwich guys, su- you know, sandwich yeah, yeah, artists. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, listen, listen, <laughs> I've, I've seen them. You know, I've, I've, I've seen them refer to bartenders yeah, as artists. You know, <laughs> okay. And I hardly think I hardly think the Chris Farley lookalike down at Fitzy's Pub is really an artist. Hey, yeah, you're look. You got to wear an apron that smells like throw up and stale beer because you didn't get. 650 in your yeah. SAT scores. Hey, why don't you do studying as an art form? And maybe when you have to sling drinks to sell your artist, he's <laughs> making yeah, a drink. Artist. Everyone's when an he artist. shows a guy in 13 ingredients in a cocktail, <laughs> yeah. uh, lilac, what, ginger, ginger bitter. I'm going, who ginger yeah. bitters? Sounds like an old porn star, yeah. but uh, it's like 13 <laughs> ingredients. I'm going, who well, they, drinks lo- they use the word artist so loosely. I mean, right, right. Yeah, everyone's an artist, you know, and of course, the biggest bullshit of all, the con artist. Yeah, you know, yeah, which yeah. is, you know, kind of artist is that fucking guy so little joke there stay with me so but the other thing thing is now uh i was saying you know not to call us you know if we can call ourselves artists and not to compare us to like someone like a real artist that i think like a picasso or something yeah, yeah. but what we do as comics when you get a corporate gig like when they say oh could you not swear and blah blah, blah. it's like telling picasso commissioning him to paint the painting and saying yeah. just don't use the color blue yeah, yeah. You know, they just handcuff the shit out of us sometimes and it's just that's what makes it so difficult you can't you're not used to it you know what yeah. i mean it reminds me of butch casting and sundance kid remember when they go out to hire him from the payroll guards and, and sundance uh, robert redford's character the guy says can you shoot that and he shoots it and he, and he misses and he goes can i move and yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, he was so out of his element there trying to aim at you know instead yeah. of being sundance you know and that's yeah. that's what i think it's like you know uh, do you, ever, do you ever go after the after the boss? I never do. I, I'm not a really my, my, my act. I, I do my act pretty much. I'm not okay. even, even in nightclubs. Like I won't unless I really have to. And someone like makes it so obvious that I have to deal with them. Uh, yeah. You know, I don't. I don't ask the crowd. What do you do, sir? I, you know, I, when I grow up in Boston, starting in Boston, and I think Jimmy can probably test this. Most comedy clubs. I, I, I used to go to New York, and I'd see a lot of guys work the room more. And and you know, some guys were really good at it. Some guys like Jimmy Brogan made a, a living. Oh out yeah, of it. But, sure. But for the most part, for Ian me, Bag, at least yeah. when I started out, when I started out, and don't get me wrong, I, I don't mean this is a slight to the guys that do do a yeah, really yeah. good job of it. When I started out, to me, when I saw a guy doing that, it just screamed no act. He has no material. He's just, yeah. you know what I mean? And, well, you know, and I bet you, by and large, the mass majority of people that do do that don't, but I, with the exception of the Jimmy Brogans well, and the Ian Baggins. Well, Jimmy Brogan you know would, even, would even, even admit. But you know what I'm he's saying. Like, but, but I'm saying, you know, that he's been made it an act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, There's yeah, a difference. Yeah, and you know, I, But I don't, not for that reason. I just never, I always remember as a patron, like kind of going, I remember going before I was a comedian, mm-hmm. and guys would be like, hey, sir, what do you do? And I'll be in the back of the room going, who the fuck cares what that guy does? I came here to see but, you. I don't yeah, care yeah, about yeah. this schmo in the front row. You know, he's selling freaking paint But you are right. There are some people who do it extremely well. Yeah, I mean, you not, know, not to that, you know, no, but I mean, obviously, like you said, if you, you have to go in and talk to someone, I like, I like, if I if I have to go into the audience for a second, I'll go in, yeah, and I'll kind of back. weave my and stuff uh, in around. Oh well, yeah, maybe, just you know? bounce yeah. it back into yeah. my act. I'm kind of go up, bounce yeah. them off them into my. And act. I don't enjoy doing it either. I enjoy doing my act. Yeah. I, mean, no, you know, I like doing. You know, I think you know most audiences feel. You know, some audiences love it. I mean, the minute you can have a tight audience, but the minute you start busting their balls, yeah, 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 I know. Loosen up, and guys like Ian Bag and Jimmy Brogan, obviously these guys do it at an exceptional level. There was a guy that used to work with Mr. Alan Stevens who would like talk, Oh, I remember him. Yeah, talk, yeah. He would talk yeah. to like four people yeah. and then he would go back and he would kind yeah. of... T- like Charles Flesher. Remember yeah, Charlie yeah, Flesher yeah, would do a good job of that. Yeah, go, yeah, you yeah know. but they, they would take the first guy and time him with the second guy and the third guy and the fourth yeah. guy. Fleischer was am- would, is amazing. Oh, he's great. That, genius. Of, of taking yeah. something yeah. he just yeah. pulled well, out of the just, audience that's, from that's, the beginning. Yeah, yeah. He also has to be crazy in a church house rat. Oh, he is fucking nuts. You know, you try to have a conversation with him. Yeah. This crown, and uh, yeah. well, he's, he's almost sometimes the people are so smart, they're almost like uh, you know, in, in, in a sense, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. but well, uh, 
Go ahead. Um, but you know, I didn't know. I thought you wanted to hear some like horror road yeah, stories. Yeah, let's hear man. I, I just I, I was thinking on the way in here. I go, geez, I don't have a lot of horror, horrible ones, but I, I do have. Everyone has a couple. I'm sure. Oh, really? You killed one every night. Sticks, no, no, ever since your first. No, no, no. Meaning like you know, meaning <laughs> gig wise, you know, just no. I obviously we all went down in flames, but uh, I remember. Um, uh, one incident that just always comes to mind, and I did this. Ben- it was a benefit, which is even worse. You're not even getting paid. I'm doing a show for uh, at the time. It's called Best Buddies. Uh, is the name of the the the, uh, the charity with uh, the, the Schreiber family. Anthony Schreiber. It's okay. his, uh, you know, Eunice Schreiber's son, Anthony Maria Schreiber's brother. Um, and it's his uh, charity. And he asked me. I met him through the Farrelly brothers, like uh, back in you know Boston, whatever. For some, I forget where the heck we met. And I said, hey, anytime you need any help. And he, sure enough, he called me. He goes, yeah, I want you to do this thing. And he's doing it at Brian Grazier's house. All right, with you know Ron Howard, every yeah, you know, yeah. Imagine Films, and I'm thinking as a comedian actor, going, oh man, this could be really good for you know, you know, not just altruistically doing a benefit. I mean, I'm doing I'm doing a benefit, but I might actually get something good out of positive. And that's what I he get and there. that's what he found out about industry crowds. Oh, let me tell you, I get there and there's a there's there's like all these big like wedding like round wedding yeah, yeah. set up at the, in his backyard, Brian Grazier's house, and it's just a pandemonium. People sitting down and they get like uh, some someone singing like like, uh, and all of a sudden like I, I notice like that the the people still coming in, and all of a sudden off stage. It's not even, you know, Anthony Schreiber, the host, doesn't even come up and say, hey, everybody, we got a great singer for you and a yeah, comedian. Yeah. Nothing. It's just big and milling around. All of a sudden, uh, off stage, someone says, now welcome the musical stylings of blah, blah, blah. And then this woman comes up and sings, and no one's paying attention. And I'm saying, oh, my gosh. I go, is this how they're going to bring me up? You know, like, and it's just, as a comedian, over the years, you kind of know, like, oh, my God, this is a fucking nightmare. Oh, yeah. So, uh, they sure enough, welcome, please, the comedy of Jackie Flynn. No, people still sitting down. I'm up there and, you know, talk about flop sweat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, Brian Grazier sitting right there. And I actually made fun of his haircut or something, you know. And I, <laughs> I go, I said something like, Brian Grazier, you know, you're really powerful when you, know, you can have a haircut like that. No one says anything to you about it, you know, or something, you know, whatever. I did, made some joke about his hair. And then nothing, laid an egg. And then finally I start getting, of course, you get a little dirty now because I'm trying to, like, right. wake up the crowd. And all of a sudden some guy stands up, hey, we got kids over here. This is inappropriate, you know. And I'm like, oh my God. You know? So <laughs> my wife's at the table with a bunch of people we know there, too. I, I, she, I get off stage. I just, Get get through it somehow. Flop sweat. I walk off stage and I'm going. I'm like kind of, you know. Yeah, yeah. Slunched over. Slunking back over to the table, and I get there, and this is how bad it was. The people at the table thought it was just a late arrival. They didn't even know it was. I go, I'm <laughs> you were up there. What are you talking? They didn't even know. They weren't even paying attention. That's how bad it was. Now, finally, a, a horrible thing. I, I can't get anyone's attention. Finally, uh, Anthony Schreiber does get on stage, and in the middle, of, it's about 20 minutes later, and he's up there, and he's having trouble himself, keeping people. People, it's just nutty. And he actually says, he goes, folks, please, if I could just get a word in edgewise here. I feel like Jackie Flynn up here. Oh. I fell out of my chair. He used oh. me as the benchmark of how bad he was. Oh. He goes, I feel like Jackie Flynn. The final, you know, no good deed goes unpunished. That was the final <laughs> insult. You know? well, I laugh to this day about it. It's you, funny you, to say you now, know, of course. You know, it's funny. I, I did this corporate gig. <laughs> that they, they looked at a bunch of tapes, and they saw my tape, and as uh, a... And it was a it was a Chinese bank that had like a bunch of American customers and I go oh okay so I'm wearing a suit and tie and I only got to do nine, eight, 20 minutes you only got to do twenty minutes and the money's good and it's a corporate gig ah oh, cool man awesome and I show up and hear everybody they're just they're speaking Chinese and I'm going do these people even speak English am I going to go and right before I go on I have this band then then I bring up this woman who comes shows up in a in a, like an evening gown and she's a Korean one string fiddle player and it's just something you'd see on PBS right. It's this most amazing, moving performance that I've ever seen. I, I'm driving, I'm, I'm, it's just beautiful. And, yeah. and, uh, and then right there, they go, all right, you ready for some comedy? Uh, boy, I went up there. I went down like a Syrian fighter pilot. I was actually making fun of myself on stage going, yeah, yeah, these gigs are great. But I, it, was, it was just, but, uh, you know, people. Sometimes you can't do anything about it. You just can't do anything about it. I mean, you, you know, you just, I, 
you know, it's people think like, you know, people think it's, like, you know, it's really hard in that environment. Like, you know, that's why you like when, it, when you go to a comedy club, at least mm. you know that audience is there for comedy. Yeah. You know, it doesn't. Exactly. That's the difference. You know, that's the difference. They want, they actively are going there to sit there and watch stand up comedy, which, I mean, believe me, I mean, I've had like, you know, I've had people walk up to me and go, man, I was, cr- I was at a funeral all day. Yeah. And I've been, I lost yeah. my aunt and I was, I, and I. Or they say, you know, uh, you, we really enjoyed you. And, and they're the only ones, though. No one else was paying attention or yeah, something yeah, like that, yeah. you know? Yeah. Oh, that never happens in my show. <laughs> so she said, uh, but uh, the, the, this uh, dude said he lost his, and he, you know, he's like, man, I had a tough day. And he goes, I just showed up here. And I had some dinner. And I came in and he goes, he really cheered me up. But I mean, you know, you get the, you know, comedy clubs, the, the, just the best audience. Yeah. Because they're, yeah, they're there to see a comedy yeah, show. Yeah. You know, so it's, so it's weird. It's like, it's not really for everybody or every occasion, but uh, you know, if it's done right and it's set up right. And like, like Jackie's up, my thing is I don't mind doing the corporates, but you know, let people know I'm on the lineup. Yeah, the oh, yeah. And don't have me, do my act behind the podium because I'm not. Yeah, you, you got to move. Not doing a, exactly. I'm not doing a, a, a dissertation. A, a yeah. dissertation or a, a pilot. What do they call that? Present uh, pilot point presentation. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. PowerPoint. PowerPoint. Yeah, I'm not doing a pilot, a PowerPoint presentation. I'm mean, I gonna actually engage the audience. So it was so funny. I never had that happen before. That, that there's one gig where this guy did so bad in front of me, I didn't even have to go on. Really? They just said we're done with comedy yeah, for the goes, night. We're just done with comedy, and, and, I, and you know, and I tried to tell the kid. Do you still get paid? I, yeah, I still got paid. Oh, that's but a beautiful. I, but I told the dude. Yeah. I said, Who was it? I, I said, you know. I'm not gonna say his name. <laughs> I know. Uh, I, I Will you tell me after? No, I'll tell you after. Okay. But uh, you Good. probably, you I probably like don't it. know. But uh, but I mean, he did. Uh, look, it's like it's like a real. I mean, I've been doing it 20 years, and I have a tough time yeah. negotiating. Yeah. Uh, Never some mind. Of, some of these new guy. Kind of, yeah. Some of these kind of corporate things. You're right. Any less time, and you're going down. You're going down in flames if you had any less experience. I mean, it takes every little bit of your skill to do. Those things, so yeah. you know that's why you know at the theaters and and I, you know even casinos and stuff like that. It's always you, you never know. It's almost like a it's really kind of like a cluster. Uh, yeah, you try to get lucky because you know people are only there because they lost everything they had. You know, <laughs> they got free comedy t- tickets yeah. to make you yeah. feel better about it. Well, about another, the five thousand dollars you just lost. <laughs> another thing about the comedy club, it's like as every comedian will tell you. Weddings, you know, how many times you have a buddy? Hey, come on, go up and do a couple. Of, that's like every comedian learns that. That's the worst idea in the world because you get the old no. friends and families that, hey, what's this? What do you mean a comedian? I, you know, and, you and, know, it's, it's, and, and no, again, that's the one that with no good deed goes on pines. You're yeah. up there doing your buddy a solid, and it's just a fucking yeah, I, nightmare. I, 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 every comedian learns that early on. Dude, I go, I don't have a good track record. Yeah. Last three weddings they did, they all got divorced. <laughs> so uh, it's but not really good. I went back to my high school graduation, and they, you know, they're like, oh, will you, will you do some time? I'm like, uh, Chris over there opened. For, you know, plays guitar open for Matchbox 20. Why don't you get him to play? <laughs> I'm not it's going no, up yeah, there, yeah, man. You know what it is? It's nothing. It's a, it's a, it's a, what do you call it? No win situation. Com- yeah, yeah, nothing yeah, yeah, good yeah. is going to come hey, of it. You know what I mean? All, all bad. Can, the only good thing you can have, even you do good, it's not good. You know, who cares? You know, what I mean? you're hey, supposed hey, to do good. You're a comedian. Hey, welcome to comedy against your will. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and people just staring at you like they haven't had a good yeah. shit in a month. And right. They're yeah. just flop sweating like Jackie yeah. Flynn. Uh, if you go back into the archives of this show, uh, I had a comedian, a local comedian named John Vargas, who went back and did stand up at his high school reunion yeah. against all our be- me told him no how Mark Marin told him how, don't how do, do it how do you do he ate a dick of oh. course he did yeah yeah <laughs> yeah well you know you, you know it's funny because like people like people I don't think that, I think if they think did that, it where they advertised it and, they, and, and you know when you get the thing for the guy it's going we're going to have a special guest performance by you know yeah, you yeah. know uh, you know yeah. whoever the guy is and, and, and you know and, and just you know come and see him do stand up whatever then maybe you have a chance because people are kind of expecting yeah. it and even then they're going to heckle you 
there and stuff. And, and, I, and, I, gonna... and I don't think civilians really understand, you know, the, the hours you'll spend writing and crafting your act and coming up with an act and how long it takes to come up with an act and all the all the the sh- shit gigs you go through to get to where you're yeah. at and achieve a little bit of success. And to them, they look at you like you're soggy, the dunk tank clown, yeah. or you're some yeah. kind of clown in the plane. Well, they discount it a lot too. They don't yeah. really. It never comedians never get their due. I never get the respect. I don't think as far well, as like you know, it's like it's, it's, it's like a stepchild to the arts. Yeah, you they know say really, like really oh. Because yeah. you say, I mean, how many singing shows can you have on TV? Yeah. How many freaking yeah, dancing I know, shows? I, know, I get I it. Yeah. I don't look. I'm not saying those those aren't, aren't talented, talked up to things you know. things to do, but I, I don't think it's any. It requires any less or more talent to do stand up comedy. Yeah, yeah. No. And, I, and the problem is, well, they had they had last comic standing on, but it was done by guys who didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Yeah. Exactly. And, I, and I'll tell you, it, it, it was just the biggest piece of shit. They called the last comic standing. If you don't count every comedian that fucking is better, they should have done the show. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, like, yeah. Well, you know, yeah, because you look at it like, yeah, I'm gonna. You got 20 minutes to run through Bed Bath & Beyond, grab a bunch of props, and put them to, put together an act, yeah. and then entertain Carrot Top. Yeah. When is yeah. that ever going to fucking happen in a real-world yeah. situation? Yeah, exactly. Huh? You know, we're going to have comedians sit and heckle you. Well, yeah, when does that ever happen yeah, yeah, yeah. in yeah. a real-world yeah, yeah, situation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, could you come up with dumber challenges? Yeah. You know what it is? Uh, Barry Katz. Yeah, yeah, you know, that yeah, guy yeah, puts yeah, his yeah, fingers yeah, in yeah, shit, and yeah. it just falls apart. And, of course, again, you have all these managers that are producers slash talent quarters putting together so they're really just casting a reality show with their yeah. clients yeah, totally. yeah. And, and guys like uh, you know, I did with, I did with Rocky yeah. Laporte and myself and it's like you know guys that we go oh yeah these guys would be great on a show I, I still think there's a market for it if you yeah. did it if yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. Know, but like things comics right. really have to do like listen uh, and and next t- tomorrow night you guys are showcasing for the talent quarters of Conan da-da-da-da. and the winner of the challenge they're all going to judge the winner of the challenge gets to go on gets to go on yeah and then, that makes sense. And then, and yeah. here's your, and then, and the, and the winner of this challenge, you guys are all going to pitch. You're going to have three days to come up with a sitcom for yourself. And I believe you know this guy, and you call on somebody who has a successful sitcom. They meet with the group, they help them write it. You go in, you pitch the yeah, ideas. Kind of like a, kind of like a, uh, you know, uh, kind of like a real life the apprentice, situation. Yeah, yeah. The apprentice type situation. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's more like it. And then, of course, you just won a challenge, so now you get to fly to Vegas yeah. on a chopper or a Learjet yeah. and go entertain 500 liquor salesmen that work for absolutely absolute vodka yeah, yeah. and yeah. there's your sponsorship yeah. no more calls thank you we have a winner i'm registering at the writers guild suck it barry cats <laughs> you know what i mean? i remember my, my friend was on it and I'll, I'll leave names out of it and uh she got through her first joke and the uh, the comedian who was one of the judges like interrupted her and asked her a question yeah like just stopped right in the middle of the joke it's like really is that true and like you're a, and she's a comedian and, a, and I know yeah, her and she's yeah. a friend and I can't say her name but I was so pissed I'm like if yeah. I was she's on one of the yeah. judges yeah really how tough is that going to be to figure out oh, she's my. one of the female judges yeah. on last comic standing yeah. huh I wonder who that could be <laughs> I don't know I can't yeah. remember her name right, offhand cool. <laughs> I exactly. but I was like like you know I don't, I don't even want to say like you, you know you complain but I mean you're right it just it's like what do you what oh, you, you don't just get our due you just shot that person in the foot no it's not true some guys do get their due well no I'm talking about in general I'm saying like like people ask how many times you get you know we can fill like candles with these charity I do a lot of charity you know as a comedian you do a lot of charity things and some of them sure. you do you get paid I do it for a half price a lot because I can fill my calendar up with, with charity stuff and you know my wife's aggravated with me when I'm on the road making money never mind doing free shit so they say to me, but in the same breath, I don't know how you do stand-up comedy. That's going to be the hardest thing in the world. Hey, you want to do a free show? <laughs> it's like, this camp, you know. But no, I, I mean, some people some people get it, but I, you know, you, you tell if you tell somebody on a goddamn airplane, 
hey, you're a comedian. Tell me a joke. I said, you yeah. seriously want me to tell you a joke? Yeah. Uh, how about you just don't talk to me until we're wheels down? How about yeah. that? Yeah. Okay? Well, it's like you go to a party and, you know, where else does any other profession have to deal with that? You know, oh, you're a carpenter? Go in the kitchen and build something for us. Dude, I was at, you know? I had a party one time and my friend bought him, brought a magician. Yeah. He just happened to be a magician. And uh, he's like, oh, so I hear you're a comedian. I'm like, yeah, tell me a joke. And I'm like, Pfft. Show me a magic trick. Yeah. Fucking 20 minutes later, he's still pulling shit out of him. I'm like, oh, Christ. Never ask a magician to yeah, show yeah, you a yeah, trick. Never ask a magician. It's like going to lunch with a vegetarian. They'll, they'll tell you you're a vegetarian oh, yeah, over yeah. and over and over <laughs> again. You know, uh, I actually hired a magician, and I have him perform in my bedroom. When I have a girl come over, and I say, this is where the magic happens. There's actually a guy standing there doing magic. <laughs> a truth in advertising. Yeah, a little truth in advertising. That's, that's what we'll do. <laughs> Check it. All right. Looks like that. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Why don't we, uh, a little short today, but we got started a little late but uh, I don't mind that this is really uh, really fun having yeah. you guys back man, yeah, man. Uh, thanks for thanks having, having us on and, and, and if people want to go they can check out the Jackie Flynn's website at uh, mine is JackieFlynn.com um, and, and I, or uh, corporate.jackieflynn.com which corporate. is uh, Jackie wow you have two. two well I have a corporate one uh, just because it has a little bit of a little snippet out there of uh, you know corporate clean material yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, it has my well you have to uh, you know if you if and tita.grin.com yeah tita.grin yeah yeah I'm, 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 I mean, the number I, I two grin a lot of people listen to you to your stuff. I mean, you were just getting started on ours. Yeah, yeah. About 15, 16 episodes, but it's really good. We I enjoy doing it, and we have great guests on. So if people want to go check it out, go to tdgrin.com. They can listen to some back episodes and some Furic and stuff and some funny stories. And you can check me out, Jimmy Schubert, at, the, at Twitter, uh, jimmyschubert.com, Jimmy Schubert Facebook. You're not on Twitter, are you, Jack? I, I was am Jay Flynn Comedy. Oh, okay, I was yeah, looking for it this morning. Yeah. You got a tweet. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I got a, a fan page too, Jackie Flynn. Oh, Jesus Christ. Facebook. Yeah. How many fuck you say? How I, many I, fuck I, I've got, I've got like seven, seven followers. Check out his Pinterest account. And check right. me out on Instagram. Yeah. And check me out on Foursquare. And, and, and check, out, check and, me on Vine. Snapchat. And listen, and listen. I don't even know what this shit is. Like this guy just sold something I never even heard of before for a billion dollars today. What's that guy? A humble a Tumblr? Tumblr, yeah, yeah. I have no idea what Tumblr is. How about that? No idea. How about Tumblr is a it's a picture site. It's for pictures. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it's got a lot I'm of, just saying. That's how lot, out of touch it, I am with all this but shit. But it's got a lot of porn on it, so be careful because yeah. uh, if your wife sees you looking at it, you go tumbling down the steps. There you go. <laughs> Tumblr. That's what happens when you start comedy in 1947. You don't know about Tumblr. I don't know. I'm so behind the times. Uh, at Murray uh, at Murray V on Twitter, you guys know that MurrayValeriano.com, which you're probably listening to that. All right, I got dates coming up. Uh, Chicago, eighth and 9th. I'm actually Dennis and Brian are at the Chicago Improv Thursday, Friday, nice. and I'm there Saturday, Sunday. Okay. So I'm going to go in early and catch those guys. Yeah, man, going dude, dude, you tell Dennis you did the podcast with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like the Regan brothers. They're, no, they're great guys. guys. I played golf with uh, Brian. He's one of my favorite comedians. He is one of my, favorite, one of my comedians. favorite comedians working today. Uh, you know, uh, He's so good, I'm flying in a day early to see him. Nice guy, too. They're both really nice you got to come over and do our t- uh, podcast. Yeah, I'd love to. I, I, I have guys in the studio, too. I'm I'm a, I've, I play some golf. I hit a golf ball and run backwards. That's how I get distance. Yeah, I know how Babe, I know Babe Deirdrick Rizosian was. Babe Zakarian. Easy for you to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever her name was. I know who she was. I know yeah, golf. I know she was. Uh, that and I also added Vegas in June. And uh, so, uh, got some more t-shirts. You can hit them there at the shop. You guys are going home with a, a podcast t-shirt today. Oh, cool. So awesome. thanks for coming out. I, uh, I this podcast and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. Is that what <laughs> Uh, Jack Flynn, uh, Jimmy Schubert, thank you guys so much for coming. Hey, thanks, I appreciate it. By the way, thanks for the coffee. Yeah. Uh, I just went Excellent. to pizza specially for it. Yeah, nice. All right. Nice. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Oh, hit me back with any emails, any questions. Uh, I'll get back to every one of you, I promise. All right. Thanks again. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. You want to know about life on the road? 
It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns And bees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs And blacklists, bounce checks, great at bachelorette Drunks in the front, making out for your set And middle acts doing blow, more missing merch And drive the rental car past another mega church And juice keys, vagina fists, your cell phone is gone One big law and order, man 